Hello and welcome to Nola. This is episode 127. My name is Ovid Villas and with me, still safe, is Mr. Joel Young. That's right, guys. What's good? Yes, I'm happy to say I'm well. I'm good. Obed, you look good, buddy. We're social distancing here. We're we're doing this thing over the internets, which is what we've always done. Yeah. But uh, but no, we're, we're we're good, man. Yeah, my beard's getting a little grisly. I don't <laughs> think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna do away with it. You should until, just grow until, an apocalypse beard, man. Uh, yes, yes. That's uh, that's what I told the wife. And I mean, uh, I, I can't get a haircut. You know, I, I was supposed to get a haircut. I can't get a haircut. So you know what, man? I'm just gonna grow the the long locks and the, keep the beard and just yeah, you know, come back with the apocalypse look. That uh, just. <laughs> See, know, shit, the, the thing is that with me, if I don't cut it, then I look like a weird Wolverine <laughs> with like hair on the side, just going, going like this, Hey, just going sideways and no hair on top. <laughs> so that it's going to be, it's going to be weird. I should have done what Gary Witta did a oh, few yeah. weeks ago. I don't know if you saw him. Yeah. It's like went to the barber show, just, just shave the whole thing off <laughs> for the apocalypse. But yeah, yeah, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm planning to not touch the beard until at least the end of May. So two more months. Oh man, we'll see. We see. We'll get that uh, big Kratos beard going on. <laughs> yeah, Joe, what's up, man? How have you been up to? Yeah, I've been holding out pretty good. Um, I finished out, uh, finished catching up on Stranger Things. Okay. Um, uh, so that was that was pretty cool. Want to talk about, about it? it? Out. Yeah, I could talk about okay, it for sure. Okay. I think. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! It's been put, out for put a it while. Out there. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think I like season two a little more than season three. So season one's still my favorite, but it's not that it's like yeah. like like nine day difference or anything. I just think just generally I liked a little bit more season two than three. The the thing with three is they kind of repeated tropes like three seasons in a row. I was yeah. like, okay, it's, but the Russian stuff that was new that was pretty cool. Like that stuff I was yes. really into with the 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 um ice cream ahoy or whatever like thing that was going on there. I'm going in the the. You know the um, elevator. Like I liked that arc, but then the other arc of this of the others. I was like, eh, it was, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it uh, overall. I think that the the dynamic is really good. The the all the characters have really good chemistry. Uh, yeah. What do you think of Billy as like the a pseudo villain? So. So I I like it. Um, I personally because I'm to be honest when they started going into like his background and whatnot like they did it in season the end end of season two they, they had a little bit of it where I they, think, they I think he was, gets yeah. a little bit of a of a flat well not a flashback but like you see like how his dad treats him and whatever and like you see how there's obviously hints that he's had a pretty bad past with his father and how it's a you know blended family and then in this season when and then the death the stranding th- the, there's the death stranding thing in the beach yeah like, remember the beach yeah. so yeah, yeah that's like yeah <laughs> so i'm like watching all this and i'm like okay you gonna have to really like make that relevant or else like it's just you trying to make me feel things for this guy where i'm like okay sure like he's just he's a to me like when you try and sympathize with a bad guy i'm like it, it can be done well or not and yeah. it was one of those things that I was just waiting to see the payoff, and it did come back pretty well at the end with was, that yeah. moment that you're saying, where where she says like, "Hey, I, I you know, she the dress and the shoes and the hat or the ribbon." Okay, yeah. like it make it, it had to pay off, and it did because I was getting concerned at first. I was like, uh, "Why do I need to know his background? I don't really care." But if it pays off, it does, and it yeah. did. So, so it was it was, it was uh, interesting. I don't know necessarily. I would like this 
see anything beyond that because i, I mean he can't really right it's pretty mean, pretty much dead yeah pretty dead you know, yeah so. there were i don't i don't know the name of the actor but there were rumors that um they were gonna that marvel's trying to get him into the mcu he would be great yeah he's yeah. He definitely was a solid actor and and i, yeah. I mean I, I was i was watching some of his scenes and i was like it was reminding me of uh you ever seen glass did you ever see that movie glass i with, have not no no james mcboy that's right so i was like yeah this guy's the beast right here like when he started going on at some some scenes in there and they locked yeah. him in the, the room whatever like this is oh and long in the room right yeah here. yeah it's pretty 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 cool yeah it, it was cool it was cool um like you can tell that it's it's like super like it went from uh from being more of a supernatural thing to more of a sci-fi thing yeah yeah that's I, true. I, as, as it went along science um, testing you yeah. know sp- space dimensions those kind yeah of exactly like alternate dimensions and and all that i appreciate that yeah it was cool like it's it's good i i can't i read something i think it was this morning about uh you know of course everything's getting delayed we'll get into that <laughs> again again um but production has been delayed, of course, for uh, season four, and uh, and they're saying the how the delay is actually giving them time to to do what their vision was for this this oh, season. Cool. So so they they're able to move stuff around, and 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 I guess that they're gonna go ahead and and go with their full vision for what season four is. So. That's yeah. awesome, and I'm yeah, sure I mean, that, that, sure that teaser getting... came out. You saw with uh, yeah. this guy in Russia, right? Yeah, with a uh, yeah, yeah, with Hopper, and I'm sure I'm sure we'll get a spinoff of that series yeah, pretty possibly. soon. Um, I know that you know some of the kids already, you know, uh, are are out there doing their own solo thing, um, but I think I think that this series is probably gonna, just going to get a spinoff, and uh, it's going to be very interesting when. Uh, when that happens yeah. and i'm still probably gonna watch it because it's pretty good i liked it i liked it a lot man it's one of netflix's um, stronger stronger properties yeah and i can watch it now that you know i don't necessarily feel old but nostalgic oh, sure. but i do feel nostalgic yeah. about the 80s and just and going back so well yes it's uh, so i was in the 80s joe <laughs> i can there I, he was i can tell you tell me that, about this. that it is that it is it is very very well done yeah yeah so it's a uh, it's very interesting it's very good to see so uh nice. basically like this is our this is like my back to the future right when back to the future came out <laughs> in 85 back to the future's in the show yeah, in, in the, yeah. yeah when back to the future came out uh in uh in 85 um you know kids from the 50s that was their thing it's like oh i remember when things in the 50s were like this when we were in school so it's kind of like that, right? Uh, although, I mean, I was younger in the eighties, but uh, but I was around, and and I can I can say that, yeah, it's it's very accurate. It's very well done. So it's awesome. Yeah. So I'm 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 happy to see that. So that was one of the things that grabbed me towards that show. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, you're good. I mean, like aside from that, I also went out and uh, got two games for my Switch. I got. Uh, Super Monkey Ball Blitz HD, so that's uh, Super Monkey Ball, basically remastered, and then um, also picked up uh, Mario Party, Super Mario Party for Switch. Uh, I have not played, touched that one yet. I did touch Monkey Monkey Ball really quick. Uh, man, I love it. I love it. The music <laughs> and the Japanese music and all. Yeah, it's great and just challenging. Like the controls yeah. are so, the controls are so simple. 
there's not it's, it, you can hand it to a child and say press this to do this and that to do that yeah but it's more of the um the just the level of, of challenge and 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 the way your 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 processes and your strategy and your iq like it's crazy you're talking about this stuff for a you know monkeys in a ball but that's what the best thing about these <laughs> games right it's, it's such a great yeah. it's a great time but yeah I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the remastered i look forward to playing more <laughs> this weekend and probably uh mario party i'll probably jump into this weekend so fall in order yeah. Joe. And Fallen Order. I got to finish Fallen Order. I got, I'm, I'm, I'm halfway there, so I might as well finish it out, right? Yeah, we got, got plenty, plenty we, got, we got plenty of time to do a spoiler cast on it because there's like no True. news. Well, well, today we have a, quite a bit of news, but... it's some good stuff. Yeah, but but it's been it's been slow, so yeah. We should plan <laughs> for that spoiler cast when time comes. For sure. For sure, man. Yeah. Not much on my end, man. Oh, big thing on my end. Two things. I don't know if I mentioned it last uh episode i finished uh castlevania on netflix okay uh, i have finished it uh last week already um, but i forgot to mention it again really good um this one this season's a slow burn for sure um there's a lot of setup uh and it pays off it's it's brutal it's great i that that's a that's a really good show i'm wondering where season uh i i guess four will go that it got renewed for a season four um because now we're getting into uh one of the ps2 games that came out curse or darkness so now we're getting into that sort of territory so i'm I'm wondering how they're gonna handle that and and where it's gonna go from there right because uh you know on uh at some point we're we're gonna have to see simon and uh and, and richter and all these guys that that come in the future so uh but yeah very good uh and also i finished death stranding oh Fin- yeah finally for to hear this tell All us right. about this man so death stranding a game that has polarized uh the audience <laughs> so uh I, flat out the ign reviews wrong that game is not a 6.8 or whatever they gave it that game is at least an eight to me it went from an eight to a nine because of the ending. That wow. ending was strong, dude. It was so good that, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a three hour ending basically, right? Like it's a three hour movie. Um, but they didn't do, they, uh, Kojima didn't do make the same mistake he made on the ending for MGS four where MTS4 is an hour and a half long and you're just watching stuff. Uh, here, it's like you got 20 minutes on a cutscene, play for 10 minutes, you know, do something in the game, and then they'll give you another 20-minute cutscene. So basically, that's how it went. Uh, yeah, man tears, because it was freaking great, bro. It was great. I, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to go uh, into it. Uh, but the game is 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 fantastic. It's again, it's something that what I love about it is that it is different from any other thing that I've ever played. Mm. It, it's it's great. It's great. Um, so you know, just blending some of the action. The action's a little bit clunky uh, because I I don't think action uh, or you know combat per se was really the focus of the game. The game of the focus was basically the traversal uh, and, and uh, you know, basically your, your, your journey from point A to point B when you're 
when you're doing your deliveries. Uh, so that was where, where uh, I think most of the, the thought process for the gameplay uh, went to. So the, 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 you know, the, the, the combat is, it, it is a little bit clunky, but man, that, that story is so good. And it, you know, what's great about it, Joel, is that they, he, he didn't go full MGS. I was like, why are these things happening? I don't know. Like they really took their time and, and explain this is happening because I am this person. And that means that I am this. So they were very clear. It's it's a very sci-fi, you know, very interstellar sort of thing mm-hmm. that they have going on. Nice. Um, but very good. Very, very good. Uh, it reminded me a lot of, um, I don't want to say the end of Evangelion because the end of Evangelion it was a, like downright depressing. Um, this was definitely a lot more like, you know, you have something to look forward to. So we need to make this happen sort of thing. So it, it was great. Fantastic. You know, uh, can't say, you know, good things about it. Um, am I going to go back and try and finish up some of the things? Maybe, maybe not. There's a lot of stuff happening. Uh, RE3 comes out tomorrow. Very timely. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you saw the reviews for, for uh, Persona, Joe, for Persona 5 Royal. Yes. Gun like tens everywhere. So I am very close to making that purchase. And because everything's going to get delayed for the rest of the year, hey, I still well. have, I might as well have a 130 hour game for me to enjoy. Uh, but I'm looking forward to RE3 and uh, I'm probably not going to start that anytime soon because Final Fantasy comes out next week. So I'm going to probably spend most of my time on that afterwards. But yeah, man, things are happening, at least awesome. for now. <laughs> so if you're looking forward to watching any movie from Sony this year, Ooh. good luck because everything got delayed till next year except venom that is still on track it's true for uh an october release but ghostbusters uh was moved from uh june to march if i'm not wrong right joel it was yes and then morbius got moved from july to tbd or summer next year i'm not sure oh no they're off next year uh morbius and uh Morbius and Ghostbusters are both next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So if you're looking forward to Ghostbusters, unfortunately, you'll have to wait another year. If you're looking, if you're one of the five people that are looking forward to Morbius, uh, you'll have to wait until next year. <laughs> uh, I think that movie's going to be okay from, from what I've seen. So. so I'm trying to remember. I think it's Shang-Chi, if I remember right, is the February 2021 movie, if I remember yep. right. So, because what I was reading was that it's basically now going to be put between, uh, it's going to come up, Forbes put an article on how it's coming up basically between the first Marvel film of, of 2021 and then uh, Fast and Furious that comes out in April, which, side note, before I talk about this, I 
I was making jokes when you and I first talked about where I was like, man, these guys moved this thing all the way to a whole nother year with Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like a joke. and We all were joking about it or whatever. And now it's like, these guys were smart. <laughs> they put that, they they put the that flag ones. down for next year and they were yeah. like, that's what we're doing. We're not playing with this thing. And the same thing, of course, with with uh, um, the James Bond film, as well, No Time to Die, being smart, playing all the way in November, which could seem at that time, like, why would you move a movie from April all the way to there? Well, geez, these guys really were smart. Um, but what I will say about, you know, putting those these movies now between those those between the Marvel film and between Fast and Furious is like, from a financial standpoint, I don't think it hurt. It doesn't hurt them nearly as much. But at the same time, I think the only movie that really needed to move that far was probably Ghostbusters. Morbius, you probably could have put it somewhere sooner, I think, just because uh, I don't know, first of all, if it's going to tie into to Venom at all, like if that's going to mess things up because Venom's not moving. And I get a really strong feeling there is. So it might be weird if that's the case. Um, and then secondly, like to your point, if no one's really that interested in the movie, then <laughs> I hate to say it like bluntly like that, but it's like, why would you, why would you move it to another point place where, you know, you're expecting to get more exposure when there's not really that much anticipation to begin with. You might as well just rip that band off, bandaid off sooner, right? Kind of like how Disney did, uh, with Onward, obviously the film was already out. Uh, for a time, but I'm just saying, like, even if you do put something where it's partially on demand, I don't know, but I don't know if the strategy of moving it that far out is the best because I think you might as well give Ghostbusters as much time. If you can give Ghostbusters two months, I don't know. The movie could be a surprise hit, dude. I mean, that the trailer wasn't that bad, so um, it was a lot of people were looking though. forward to it, yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing that one that needs the space, not really Morbius, absolutely. I, I agree with you. Uh, I think I think it's gonna do I think it's gonna do fine because I don't think there's a lot of hype uh, around uh, Chang Chi. Like that's but a, it's a Marvel Studios film. It's dude. a Mar- it's, it's you never sleep on those things. Freaking Ant Man, dude! Like uh, <laughs> you you don't never like sleep even, on a Marvel I, Studios like, film. Like dude. even I, dude, I don't even know what Chang Chi looks like. I know. Well, I think that's the best part, right? It's mystery. Uh, oh, Guardians of the whoa. Galaxy, all these kinds of oh, things, man. man. See, I knew Rocket and Groot and, yeah, yeah. and, and this guy's, but yeah, yeah. There's a lot of mystery. And of course, the Ten <laughs> Rings and, and the Mandarin's going to be in the movie, dude. So it's going to be a crazy okay. movie. All right, all right. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, if you're looking forward to these movies, unfortunately, like most of the movies for the rest of this year they've been pushed back on uh we still don't have a date for bulan black widow and uh what else from disney got pushed uh one black widow there's something else that got delayed Did the other pixar soul movie get pushed did that get moved i, I don't know what that was even scheduled don't for. know I, was, I thought that was next year i don't know what was, was it this year I, 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 thought, I, I can't remember but i know what you're talking about however the two ones being of course mulan and black widow those are two big question marks like uh, there was a there was a I'm not gonna acknowledge who they are because I, I just don't know but like there was a, a an, an alleged report by an individual on Twitter that she's a, a YouTuber um, and, and she reviews films and also sometimes gets some stories but uh, she put out a statement saying that there she has sources close to Disney saying that they're considering putting Mulan and Black Widow straight to Disney Plus and I'm not saying it's not true because anything can happen i mean but like i i i'll believe it when i 
see it. Like it doesn't seem like the smart move considering that you're talking about two multi-million dollar productions. Like yeah. why would you just fast and furious and wait it? Like, you know what I mean? You, yeah. That's, you, I mean, for that, let's put it this way. They would be, they would first put on, they would first put new mutants on demand before they would put Mulan oh, yeah. or, or black widow. So if that's not happening, then why would they do that with, with those is what I'm saying. That's right. That was the other one. Yeah. So new mutants that that's never coming out no, <laughs> so based dead. on, based on Joe, uh, th- that's probably going to end up in like Hulu or something. Cause the, the dollar bit as well. Or... I mean, Disney didn't pay for the movie. The movie was already canned when they, when they bought Fox. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, they can just put it on Hulu. It's fine. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Mulan and, and, and definitely black widow are, uh, uh, especially Black Widow after that last trailer that was really good. Yeah, there's no yeah. point. So that was that was uh, that's a total bummer there, but I, I'm sure that they'll. Uh, you know, it's Disney. They have they have enough pool on the on the movie theaters, so I'm sure mm-hmm. that uh, once the, hope this entire stuff is figured out, um, the, it'll be out. Like once they figure out a date, it's like okay, by this date, this thing's gonna be good we'll put it September, October, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like they'll just put it out. Um, they, they might just wait it out and put it uh, like over Christmas, unless it has a stinger that connects to, uh, Eternals. to Eternals. And then, and then that would be a problem. But you know, at, at the same time, it's, I could see Christmas, you know, you bring up a good point about yeah. Christmas. That's a really good time frame for Disney in general. Yeah, there's no Star Wars this year. So the only other Christmas movie, the movie that got moved now to Christmas, I don't know if you saw, was uh, um, this guy, uh, Top Gun, Maverick, got moved to December. I I did see that. Yeah, yep. Um, (laughs) It's crazy, dude. Crazy times. Never saw Um, this coming. No, uh, no, definitely not. Oh man, we we saw it coming, but yeah, not that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, The just going 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 around the the same topic uh just today uh it got announced that the last of us 2 has been delayed indefinitely yeah. uh, sony's uh, saying that they have no further delays to announce at the moment and they will keep everyone posted but yeah it's probably what what probably was going to be the, the biggest game of the year now delayed tbd uh which is against smart you know they're they're doing the same thing that that movie theaters are doing, and if they have to, if they have to release this game day day and date with PS5, if PS5 comes out this year, that I mean that's a possibility. So, uh, but the game is done, so there's nothing. You know, basically like what they what they had left uh, in development was a little bit of polish, and the game was basically about to go gold, so they were done with the game already. Um, and uh, they are citing logistics and and uh, manufacturing issues. Yeah, uh, of course they can make the game available digitally, but it would not be fair for people that have either capped internet, slow internet, or very little access to it. So very little to no access uh, to internet. So I can I can see them respecting that, and and of course they 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 probably already have deals with retailers you know the games GameStop. Right. they probably have you know deals with that and they 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 won't risk having the biggest game of the year just go digital only so 
again, unfortunate. But you know what? They can they can release whenever whenever this thing is figured out. The game is ready, and they's just waiting for production right now for manufacturing. So so selfishly, dude. Like I'm kind of happy because like I've that's no lie. I've said it here on the show. I have not played that game in its entirety, um, and so you know having having that uh, you know from the PS Plus that they gave us a while back. My hope was to play that before the new one came out to kind of see if I wanted to oh, pick that up suddenly. I got time now, man. So hopefully yeah. I finish out Fallen Order. I can jump back into Last of Us. And yep. also I was thinking about Bioshock too, of course. But Last of Us one of the big, one of the ones I was like, I knew Last of Us 2 was gonna be a big release. Big naughty dog fan of most of the stuff they put out, you know, the Uncharted franchise, which is also now free on PS Plus Uncharted Four. The entirety the of Uncharted entirety. was free because they released the uh collection and now Uncharted Four. Uh, I guess Lost Legacy, but yeah, I mean, yeah. all the Nathan Drake story <laughs> is is basically they gave it out for free. So amazing, yeah, um, yeah. I do- I actually downloaded it, The Last of Us on on. I have it installed on my PS4, but um, but didn't play it. So I think I may go and and check out the PS4 version because I played it on PS3 um, back uh, a few months after it came out. Um, it, it it is an amazing game. Um, to me, it's a it's one of those games that it leaves such an impression on you that uh, that you never play again. It's like 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 near Automata. Oh, by the way, yeah, we'll 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 put it in the docket. But uh, yeah. near yeah, but when I finished near Automata, that game hit me so hard in an emotional level that I never touched it again. It's like I'm I'm afraid to I'm afraid to go back and actually like 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 do stuff. I was like, so- no, it's not. I totally get that. Like, I don't, I know people, it sounds crazy to some people, but think about it. There's been movies before that are so good. I never wanted to watch them again. Like the pursuit of happiness is an amazing oh, movie. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit there. Oh, let's put the pursuit of happiness on tonight. That's I know. not going to be my response. I have like it on DVD. Years so- a slave or something. It's like yeah. an awful movie. Thought it was amazing. Uh, I have no interest in watching it a second time personally, but I would recommend it to other people. Wrecking <laughs> for a dream. I don't know if you watched it. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> Just, a, it's, it's one of those movies that you watch once. like, that's it. Yeah, it's to, like it's great, but no, I'm I don't gonna... have to watch this again. Thank God. <laughs> that's how. I, that's how. Some, there are certain games that are that so good. You're like, I need to have this in my library. But I don't know if I can touch this like for a while. Yeah, um, that happened to me. Uh, so going back to the year, uh, this week, uh, Platinum Games announced that the fourth game that they're working on is basically a, a lot of people are calling it a remaster, but it's probably not because it's um uh they platinum didn't develop the original near games back in ps3 um this looks to be more of a reimagining of uh what near replicant uh was uh near replicant is there's two games replicant and gestalt i if i'm not wrong replicant is the one that directly connects with automata that's basically the prequel to it so uh they said ps4 xbox and and pc so wow. it's coming out this gen it's not gonna be a next gen game so whatever it is it has to be a, a, just a few months away uh which is nuts like it's insane um yeah i'll, I'll probably check it out because i never played any of the original ones i know what happens because uh neo automata it's it's so far in the future that a lot of the things are relevant, but they 
throughout the story, they kind of like sprinkle things of what happened in the past. Uh, and I did go back after finishing Automata and, and I went back and uh, I found a really good channel on YouTube. I can't remember uh, the name of it. I remember that it's narrated by a girl, but it was basically what happened in the near games uh, back before Automata because it was like, Oh, I want to, I want to just know what happened in the past. So, um, yeah, so if you enjoyed Automata, maybe this is going to be another another one that's going to, uh, you know, fill that void. I'll probably get it and cry again. <laughs> oh, man, baby. Um, but yeah, that game was really good. The game was really good. Uh, same again, going back to The Last of Us. It's a, uh, yeah, it, it, it that same thing happened to me with The Last of Us where I didn't go back and play it again uh, because the story was so good and I closed it. It was like reading a good book, right? You you read a, a book, you and, and you finish reading it. And it's like that was an awesome book. You put it back in the shelf, and um, that's fair. and that's basically it. Uh, and yeah, like what you said, like like movies, uh, it's the same thing. Not to again go back and compare it to like you know, uh, Twelve Years a Slave or or something <laughs> like that. But you know, there there's Heavy. movies. Yeah, it, it is, it is, and, and it's not necessarily the subject matter. I think that game probably will hit me harder now that I'm a father versus when sure. I played it, uh, which is crazy, but yeah. Uh, I, I may check it out. I may check it out. Um, unless I get Persona 5 Royal, because reviews are, are great, uh, I may I may just uh, get that for like, you know, the summertime since, you know, I don't know when The Last of Us is going to be out. I was not going to buy it day one anyway. So um, we'll see on that one. Uh, Joel, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break. We will be back with next-gen stuff. And we are back. Joel, we got some news about the Xbox One. I know that there's been uh, a little bit more information out in the news. Of course, they talked about the that leaked Thanksgiving 2020 date that got out there that they quickly uh, changed back to holiday. Um, but there was some more information on that, that Phil Spencer uh, dished out over IGN. I uh, believe you have more info on that, sir. Yeah. So the unlocked show, I believe it's an IGN show that they got. Um, they did an interview with Phil Spencer, of course, because of, uh, you know, this situation that the world finds themselves in. It was one of those, rare opportunities you got phil just to sit down in his home <laughs> and do a live video chat talking about what they're doing with microsoft and next gen and he talked about a series of things but of course the big thing was uh what is going to be their response to win in the console wars and he was talking very candidly about this in the interview and he began to talk about how um price points going to be very huge for them and how he really believes that they can be competitive uh, and they, they really feel strongly about their ability to compete from a pricing standpoint with uh, the other uh, consoles on, on the market. Of course, willing to PlayStation, Nintendo, right? Um, but he, he didn't say like what he's really planning to do. But then he started to talk a little bit further beyond that quote and started talking about how like subscription-based models have been really successful for things and the things that, that you're seeing around the world for anything, you know 
that's something that they're looking at for next-gen consoles to continue that kind of idea of subscription-based uh, opportunities to see how Game Pass is a great value to them. Um, so they're trying to figure out, I guess, how to bundle something like that. Kind of, kind of seemed like he was alluding to that. Um, but yeah, so he, he really strongly believes that they're going to be very close and that uh, the, he started, of course, touting the raw power of the Series X and how it's going to be, it's so powerful and, and, and people who, who have games that they can play on either console, it's more powerful. They literally talking about how it's going to run better on their console. And, mm. and I was like, wow, that's interesting. Mm. Uh, unless it overheats. but <laughs> well, well, here's the thing, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, RE3 comes out tomorrow. Digital sure. Foundry did their, their analysis. And, and while the Xbox one X version of RE3 targets 4k and um, the PS4 pro version had a, a weird resolution. It was like a 1628, something like that. Um, the Xbox One X version, the frame rate was really bad. It wow. was really, I saw that graph, man, that graph was rough. It wouldn't hit 60. It hovered around like between like 44 and 30. It was, it was really weird too. Um, so it makes me think that there may be a bug there in the game that, mm. that it, may, it may be patchable. Sure. So, uh, but right now, uh, that that's what it is. And then, uh, and then the PS4 Pro is was almost basically like a solid sixty. Uh, so keeping up. So you know, it 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 all depends on how to use your hardware, right? Because you can call raw power, and you know, going back to my comparison, that last comparison that I did, you know, uh, the between the original Xbox and the PS2, which was basically. Uh, very comparable to uh, the situation that we're in right now. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty candid about how, you know, they, they're losing the console wars. They're, they're, they're not, they're not looking good. And uh, the interviewer, I, I don't recall his name. It was, was pro- pretty- it was probably Ryan McCaffrey. Cause Sounds he's the right. one that runs, he's the one that runs uh podcast unlock. Sounds right. Yeah, probably was. And then um, he was, he, so he's talking about how, like, he goes, when you first, when Phil Spencer first became, uh, you know, the, the head of Xbox, like, years ago, how, like, behind closed doors, he was be told, I'm like, look, I'm, I'm going to come in, and I'm going to Xbox, Microsoft's going to be the best thing, and X, Xbox is going to be the best console there is on the market, and we're going to win consistently, and it's going to be great, and all those kinds of stuff. And then he said on the show, he's like, well, we clearly have had a lot of struggles since I've come into this thing, but he kept saying, like, it's learning opportunities. And to win, he, he was really stressing. He kind of went backwards. This is all after he started talking about the price points. What about the 17-minute mark on the show, I remember it being. But uh, he started talking about how, uh, you know, like, pricing's not the ultimate thing to win. Like, we've got a powerful console. We've got a great service in Game Pass. Uh, we're we're gonna have a good price when it comes out, and all these things come together to give make us one of the best options on the market, and and, and games are gonna run their best on here, and that's it. Like, so I I mean, you know, he's he's gotta use this PR, you know, because obviously Mark Cerny comes out and gives a beautifully delivered. This is our wonderful console, and how beautiful it's gonna be, and speaks with the voice of an angel and, and numbers <laughs> and, and math, right? Yeah. Right. So I, man, I, I mean, this is what he's gotta do, right? Yeah, yeah. I think again, they're they're definitely ahead of the curve when it comes to messaging because their messaging yes. has been 
uh, has been con the, the their communication has been constant and their message has been clear and and they're definitely ahead of Sony on 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 that uh, on that end of the, on the spectrum uh, also the the console itself I mean it is an impressive piece of hardware you know there's yeah. no denying it it's they, they really brought it I mean they brought it with the Xbox one X too um, but uh, what they're trying to do with this uh, with this console is definitely uh, uh, a lot more. Um, uh, again, when it comes to like pricing, I know that they are going to try and be competitive, um, but I think there's going to be uh, I think there's going to be a price difference there um, between between both of them. Um, there was a there was a, a leaked uh, posting somewhere I can't remember exactly where it was uh, where. Uh, they were saying that uh, it, it uh, oh it was a uh, play and trade in Canada uh, that had posted. I mean, play and trade, it's a small company, you know. They but they do get uh, they get shipments. Uh, I, I guess they're the number two retailer next to GameStop when it comes to video games. Um, and and they were saying that um, the they the listing that they got was listing the the uh, PS5 at four hundred. I, I doubt it. That's um, really low because they would need to like PlayStation would need to like discontinue the original PS4 and then basically like sell the pros for like two hundred bucks, yeah, to make it like in the entry level thing and then uh, and then and then uh, go have this one going at uh, at four hundred. Uh, that that to me sounded too low. Uh, I think a, a 450 is viable, if you ask me. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm between 450 to 500 at the moment for the PS5. Um, but for the Xbox, dude, uh, I think I'm, I'm shooting more to like the, the 550 to 600. Like I'm shooting like a hundred dollars difference. Like and is that a competitive price difference? I mean, it's not crazy far but it's enough to make me go uh little billy's aunt you know says i, I think i'm gonna save a 100 bucks well i mean at I this know. point at this point it doesn't matter what little billy thinks or not right <laughs> um I, I think again it's gonna come down to the games uh you know who's gonna have the better games who's gonna you know give me the better support uh we we've already if if the PS5, and we'll talk about it because uh, there's there's uh, an update. Yeah. Um, like if if I can bring my my PS Plus library to to PS5, then you know I'm 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 sold because I don't I already have a library that I can use. So if that's the case, there there's no reason for me to move back to Xbox. Or to move to Xbox, I've never been in Xbox, but there would not be a reason for me to move. Uh, there was plenty of reasons for me to move back when uh, the 360 was around, <laughs> and and the the PS3 that was rough there for a while, dude. So and so, you know, being an early adopter of the PS3, like I was, you know, questioning my my choice for uh, for a couple of months there, um, but you know, at the end of the day, it paid off. Uh, and PS4 has been solid since day one. So, I mean, uh, right now there's nothing that points to me that I shouldn't wait and get a PS5 instead of an, instead of an Xbox. Um, I think that Xbox, they're uh, more focused on keeping the, their fan base, uh, which is, you know, uh, largely in the U.S. And and they, they're the 
they're the shooter guys, they're the racing guys, right? So uh, there's the sports, you know, the sports guys, the Madden guys, and and all these guys. So uh, they're the, the I think that they're the, that's the audience that they're they're hoping to to keep. So I don't I don't see them like being uh, you know a force to be reckoned with in Japan or maybe even Europe. So, you know, once I know that when we have all the final details for PS5, uh, we can make a, a more educated de decision. But I mean, as of right now, I, you know, as of right now, I'm keeping my PS4. So <laughs> that's 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 my that's my thing right now. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, just in general, adopting a brand new console at the launch is always a tricky decision. I personally have never iffy. done it, but, um, yeah. you know, I've I've been considering it before. Uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely think that, um, like to your point, there's a lot of things that are going to factor into my decision beyond just the price, because, you know, you could have, uh, you know, a price difference, but if there's quality that comes with, it, then you might say, well, it's worth me forking out that extra money. It just all depends. Right. Yeah. But if it doesn't, if you are making your, your thing more expensive and you're not able to back it up with some uh, enough features that entice me, then I'm going to save my money and get the stuff that I want because he didn't pull me in. So it's going to be interesting how this, this uh, console war continues going into potentially a uh, later time frame. I'm not sure how this is all going to work out, man. Yeah. Maybe, maybe late this year, maybe early next year. So, yeah. Yeah, at this point, we we really uh, don't know. But uh, just going into PS5, uh, Digital Foundry or Eurogamer released a new uh, article today or updated um, their article on uh, the uh, Mark Cerny deep dive, uh, and they they touched uh, on a, on a few things, um, but they they primarily talked about um, the the way that um, the PS5 is being built. Uh, with with efficiency in mind, uh, where you know they 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 paired up the CPU and the GPU in a way that heat distribution throughout the entire chip is equal, and that way they don't have you know GPUs go bad, uh, you know because of overheating and all this stuff. Um, <clears throat> so how they're focusing on that and they're focusing on on the cooling of the system. Uh, which has been an issue in the past, not necessarily an issue with the PS4. Yes, they're loud, um, but uh, uh, there's no rampant like overheating issues with uh, with uh, not none of the newer consoles. Uh, I would say because even even the Xbox One, uh, they really learned their lesson and yeah, yeah. And, and really fixed the design on that thing uh, versus the original 360. So. Um, They talked about how you know the the, the transfer rate you know uh, on the hard drive affects the uh, the compute power and and how uh, the they're using you know the uh, uh, AMD's ah uh, oh, man I forgot the name of the tech uh, so AMD has a tech that it distributes uh, uh, power between the the CPU and the GPU um, it's a tech that they use with the Ryzen chips. Um, uh, just to better distribute power. Um, so it seems like, again, it's going to be a very well-balanced machine. Um, they talked about a little bit more in depth about the, uh, the sound chip. Uh, it's basically a custom 
uh, sound chip that the that the PS5 will have uh, based on the processor of the PS4, which is nuts. It's like if you think about it, right? It's it's basically um, um, the way that they uh, that they put it on the, on, in their analysis is basically that the the chip that they're using for the the sound on the PS5 is is basically the same as the CPU on the PS4 on the regular PS4. Uh, so it's pretty crazy. Um, you know, it looks like they're really pushing that sound tech uh, really, really well. Uh, they want to make sure that people with, you know, standard TVs and surround sound systems get the best experience possible. Uh, and of course, headphones. Um, and, they, and then they talked about uh, a little bit about um, just touch briefly on backwards compatibility. Um, of course, it's been, it's been clar- clarified and there's been some confusion and it was because of the wording, but um, backwards compatibility with PS4 is baked in into this console. Uh, so they, they purposefully created a, a legacy mode for the CPU where it be compatible with PS4 Pro and PS4. And some PS4 games will run on, uh, on the native mode or on PS5 mode, basically. Hmm. Um, so that, that was where the big confusion came from. Um, and that's where that uh, around 100 games came out from. It's, it's, 100, it's around 100 games that will run on PS5 native mode, where you will get better frame rate, better, you know, uh, better textures, better scaling, all this stuff. Um, and some game, and, and then, you know, the rest of those games will run on legacy mode uh, just to avoid problems with, uh, with CPU. Uh, so the CPU can scale down to those. Uh, they did not mention PS3 to an, or, or one. I know, I know that that's going to happen, but, you know, they still haven't talked about it. Um, uh, I'm assuming that we'll hear more about this console Early June, maybe, Joel? Mid-June, probably? Yeah, as things start to chill out, you'd think that they've got to do another update. Hopefully, yeah. Maybe mid-May, who knows? Because uh, Xbox already has their foot out there. They showed the box. Right. They did They did a teardown. Uh, so they, they Xbox has been out there um, putting their stuff, and they've actually shown games run on, uh, on the new hardware. Uh, so I'm assuming Sony is planning to do a similar event uh, in the near future. Um, I'm hoping it's it's sooner better than later uh, because of uh, of you know uh, of consumer mentality and and how uh, basically word of mouth and these things run. So uh, they should go ahead and 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 plan that as soon as possible. Uh, in my opinion, it shouldn't be more. It shouldn't be later than the second week in May, if you ask me. And then show me games in June. And then that you don't know, don't show me anything else until uh, until I have the the console. <laughs> so basically, that's that's how, in my opinion, should go. But uh, but yeah, man, what do, what do you think of the uh, the new info? Yeah, I think that's makes sense now. Like, I'm glad you spent the time clarifying all of that. Yeah, having a legacy mode is kind of cool. I, I mean, like, it's it's. I don't think. I think it's extremely valuable to have things be able to play up to a PS5 standard, of course. Um, so that hundred games that, that that makes sense, right? Those those ones that are, are capable of hitting PS5 quality types, 
Um, yeah, okay, that's cool. But but I will say backwards compatibility is not – my first thought is not necessarily, oh, my gosh, I'm able to play this thing at the PS5. It's a, it's a game for a prior gen. So if I get it at the same, um, same way I would on another generation, just on, a, on my newest console – I think I'm happy enough as a consumer just to say, well, at least I can play my old things on this new hardware. It's kind of like when you pop a DVD into a Blu-ray player, you know what I'm saying? Like there's certain certain things that you, you can and can't do. I get it. And I'm okay with that. Like as long as I can still play it, I don't have to plug in the old DVD player. Yeah. I can just pl- play it on my Blu-ray. But I still and then it's like the DVD. online features cool. or whatever. The... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that and that's fine, you know. And and we've seen like legacy mode stuff run on consoles since the Sega Genesis when uh right. where it has the power based converter converter and you can play Sega Master System games on it. So um so we we've seen it we've seen it before and we've seen it on I mean Sony has definitely taken a, a more unconventional approach when it when they did the PS2 uh backwards compatibility because that was like an actual PS1 chip was in the motherboard. Um, and then they did the same thing for the PS3 and then ended up taking it out because it cost too much money to make that custom ship uh, for the for the PS2. Uh, now they can just brute force it, so it's it's fine. Um, and and I'm sure that uh, you know at least PS1 and 2 should be backwards compatibility, no problem with PS5. Um, be a PS3, uh, it, it, it to me is still a concern. Um, and I think PS3 backwards compatibility may be available on a title by title basis. Like they may have, I don't know, MGS4 and uh, the you know the, the Ratchet and Clank games and things that are like that that are first party or or, or a second party kind of like uh, what Metal Gear Solid 4 is. Um, but we'll we'll probably see. Backwards compatibility in in that in that way on on PS5. I don't, I don't see. I don't think it's going to be compatible with every PS3 title, but it'll be it'll be a handful. Um, you know, and if you if you're familiar with uh, PC architecture and you know and and programming and all this stuff, uh, you'll know that this will take uh, <laughs> it will take a while to get it to work uh, where they where they want it. So. Um, so so it's gonna be it's gonna be a real struggle, uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see what uh, what everything is. I, w- I want to see the box. Uh, I want to see the actual controller because you know based on the rumors that we've had, that controller uh, seems to be uh, a pretty well upgraded, and and I'm excited for that. So uh, I'm curious to see what they have. Uh, I, I know that Xbox is gonna come out and they'll do okay we won't see anything like super mind blowing in Xbox until maybe late next year or 2022. So be ready for that. Um, but based on, on rumors, you know, you can expect uh PS five to have a uh, strong first party support from the, from the get go. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Very interesting stuff happening, Joe. Um, hopefully things can get back to normal soon. And and the you know Last of Us two can come out and the consoles yeah. can come out and 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 movies can come out. Everything's uh, on hold. Everything's on hold. I want to get out of the house. I don't know, man. I, I was able to go to Target and grab me uh, the rest of Skywalker. Same. Uh, the 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 Target exclusive edition. 
Uh, I was actually just browsing the little booklet or the the the, the book cool, that came yeah. out with it today. Uh, just browsing it today, and eh, it was pretty good. I mean, uh, I buy it because it's like the it's like the hard to find edition. Like after, uh, yeah, usually like the Target editions are are they're, they're my go to. Like if I I want to I want to buy a movie special edition, I'll just go to Target and buy it because they're usually the harder to find version out there. So um, yeah, especially Joe. Uh, just real quick before we go, uh, I sent you that video about um, about Disney and uh, and how they were treating uh, home video back when when it was a thing. It's crazy right? that just reviewing over that and recognizing, I'm like, damn, I, I didn't I didn't look at it that way, and I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it just makes you think. It was like now they want their content right in in your home. It's crazy that they that they limited uh, their content for so many years. Um, it's a very very interesting video. If you if you guys are interested, uh, it's a very good, very 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 good YouTube channel called Yesterworld. Um, so I highly recommend that channel. Uh, they had a video on uh, the Disney Vault and the gimmick that that Disney Vault was uh, throughout the '90s. So uh, and early 2000s, uh, the one thing I didn't realize, Joel, is that they they uh, uh, they produced VHS tapes up until uh, 2006. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> that, uh, that was their last VHS tape. I think it was a, a re-release of The Little Mermaid uh, that they that they had in 2006. Uh, it was pretty. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, 2006. I remember. I remember back when Episode Two came out on. Uh, uh, Star Wars Episode Two. Episode Two didn't come out on VHS. It came out. Straight, it went straight to DVD. There was no VHS copy of it. Like the last Star Wars movie that came out on VHS was Episode One, which I have the collector's edition. Wasn't for. there? I'm trying to remember, dude. The between the transition between VHS and DVD, were they like? Was there like DVD commercials on VHSs? I believe so. Where it was like get this on dvd or something like right towards the end like of that life cycle they really started to push it like i know you have a vhs maybe. right now but you need to get a dvd maybe they were trying to push it it's like upgrade yeah yeah it's like you just go ahead and upgrade. don't hold out anymore yeah i think i think that might have been the case um because uh they they were they were like the industry was making a big push uh for dvd so I think I think that might have been the case because I remember DVD to Blu-ray that being a thing that I know for sure on DVDs you got Blu-ray commercials where it was like uh, like a Warner yes. Brothers spot and it was like all these movies you could experience on Blu-ray on high definition <laughs> right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah returns and all that yeah, yeah I remember those because I think I have three hundred on DVD mm-hmm. uh, and I bought it on DVD because back then when when three hundred came out on DVD. It only came out on DVD and HD DVD, and I had and I had a PS3 with a Blu-ray. So Warner was still not on the Blu-ray bandwagon. Oh man! Um, so it wasn't until later that they they uh, released it. But I think there's a there's an HD DVD commercial on on that DVD. Wow! So, yeah, it's a uh, it's interesting times back then with uh, the format wars. Now it's all online, so we're on oh, yeah. 4K Blu-rays here to stay, and then online. So. Pretty much. So, so we're good. Um, yeah, Joel, that's what we got for this uh, for this episode. Hopefully, uh, some more positive news can uh, come out in the next week or so, or hopefully, you can finish 
Jedi Fallen Order. We can do a spoiler cast next week. So, um, but yeah, that's what we got. And uh, if you don't mind, sir, just go ahead and plug us in. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone, for watching, listening to our show. Of course, stay subscribed so you can stay connected. So subscribe to our podcast version on Apple, iTunes, uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify. Uh, Also, make sure to subscribe to the video version here on YouTube and like the comment, like, comment, uh, share it. Also, go ahead and follow us on social media. So we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time. Go ahead and follow us there, and uh, that way you get information as we keep putting out new stuff. Uh, put a little picture out of us watching, uh, get picking up our copy of uh, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Not a paid for ad, but just tell you guys to stay home and watch movies. But uh, yeah, also make sure to send an emails to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Uh, questions, comments, feedback. Tell us how you're doing during this time. And uh, yeah, hope everyone stays safe, stay well, and we'll see you on our next episode. Yep, thank you guys. We will see you 